Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Welcome to Joy News Today with me, Mami Sinyamiche Thompson. In this hour, Cecilia Dapa has been granted bail, including one of the lactating mothers standing trial in the alleged stolen cash from the home of the former sanitation minister. Ghana Gas Senior Staff Association rejects Parliament's Mines and Energy Committee's Report on Jensa Gas supply deal signals dire consequences for the country if the agreement is allowed to go in its current form. More as minority dissociates itself from the report indicating that it is not a true reflection of their views. Also, a dangerously exposed steel bridge in the Nkwanta South municipality posing threats to the safety of users. We engage local authorities on plans to avert any catastrophe. And in the maiden edition of our Stories of Hope series, we tell you the uplifting story of Johannes and Elijah who escaped abject poverty in search of a better life in the city and their undying determination to beat the odds in the face of the biting economic crisis ahead. Has pushed. I've been doing some investment, so with that, I will gather it and do my personal business. Okay, I still have the hope of becoming a journalist. Mm. So, have you put in place plans to reach there? Well, yes, I was. I would say yes. I've put down plans to get there. 
We also have business updates, sports, world news, and showbiz all in this hour. Stay with us. A circuit court in Accra has granted bail to the husband of one of the lactating mothers standing trial in the alleged stolen money belonging to former Sanitation and Water Resources Minister Cecilia Abla-Dapa. He was accused of dishonestly receiving money to buy a house at Kokrobite here in Accra. This follows the conclusion of investigations on her by state prosecutors. Richard Kodriyako was in court and joins us on the line. Richard, what transpired in court today? Well, my dear, so seven accused persons, including patient Bochi and Tareje, who have been accused of stealing more than $1 million and other valuables from Madame Adapa's matrimonial home, turned up in court. Also significant was Madame Cecilia Adapa's lawyer uh, in court to watch before her. Apart from patient Bochi and Tareje, who have been accused of stealing the money, the others have been accused of dishonestly receiving the items. The state told the court, they had concluded investigations with respect to A6, that's the husband of one of the lactating mothers who has been accused of dishonestly receiving money from the alleged stolen money from the matrimonial home of the former minister. His bail is in respect of the completion of investigations regarding his role in these uh, stolen items. The court thus granted uh, bail to the sum of 300,000 Ghana cities with two sureties to be justified, and the state asked for two more weeks for them to conclude the investigations. In fact, the court has adjourned the case to the 5th of September to enable the prosecutors to finish uh, their investigation. Well, have the two lactating mothers satisfied the bail conditions yet? Well, actually, the two lactating mothers are still in police custody upon their failure to meet the bail conditions, which is 1 million Ghana cities with three sureties to be justified. The lawyers say the bail conditions are so rigid such that satisfying them has been an arduous task for them, and so they are still working around the club to make sure whether they will be able to meet the conditions. Grateful for your time, Richard Kojunyako, court correspondent. Now, moving on, Lance Commission is this afternoon asking the United Nations Office of Drugs and Crime to do a better job in researching the corruption issues at the Commission. A research undertaken by UNODC in 2021 identified the Lands Commission as one of the most corrupt institutions in Ghana. The data showed that top bribe-taking institutions in the country were the Commission officers collecting the biggest bribes among public officials in Ghana. The study showed that officials at the agency take cash bribes with an average sum of 1,669 Ghana cities. Executive Secretary of the Commission, James Dadson, however, says the people taking the bribes are not staff of the Commission. He spoke to my colleague, Samuel Kajubris. I want to say that a lot of these things that are going on don't directly involve our staff. They involve people who... Has made, have made it their business. They go out there. They are in the chief's uh, uh, premises, um, facilitating sale or purchase of land. And then they will continue and say, oh, I will take it and go and register it for you. So they are all over the place. What we are saying is that the technology that we were embarking upon, we want to ensure that all of these things become a thing of the past. That if, if for example, the bank can do online search before they grant a mortgage, if the chiefs 
um, have the right staff in their secretariat to prepare the land documents and give it to you to come and register. We don't think that um, these people will be, will be needed. But if you allow the Goro boys to be on your on your compound, because that's you are you have your office, you know the people you work with. So if you allow them there, someone who doesn't know your staff will come and deal with them. So there, you cannot exonerate yourself completely from what's happening. Yes, that that is true. Even the infrastructure, the office arrangement that we have today, where we have offices scattered all over the place, if it's an office where there's one gate and there's one entrance, it will be easy to deal with the people who are coming there and they have no business coming to our, press, our premises. But we have um, a situation where the way the offices are scattered, people just come in anytime. And mind you, it's a public office. So sometimes it's difficult to say, hey, you go away or you don't come here. The man can come holding his, his briefcase uh, or his laptop and he's saying that I want to come and do a search. I want to come and do this or that. So you don't just drive people away. You must have a reason to drive them away. And these people, they come in there, haven't gone to take documents from other people. Sometimes they will stand outside the premises and they'll be watching. They see that, oh, somebody is coming there. Obviously, the person doesn't even know where he's going. Then they will cash in and say, oh, um, can I help? And then they, they, they go in there and this is where the trouble begins. The Ghana Gas Senior Staff Association is rejecting a report from Parliament's Committee on Mines and Energy on a gas supply agreement between Ghana National Petroleum Corporation and Gensa Energy Ghana Limited. The deal involves provision of 50 million standard cubic feet of raw gas daily to Gensa Energy. The association is concerned that the deal's conditions could negatively impact consumers and potentially lead to some losses for Ghana. However, the Parliamentary Select Committee on Mines and Energy has investigated the claims of irregularities by the African Centre for Energy Policy and Imani Centre for Policy and Education and found no evidence of losses in the deal. Before we hear from the Ghana Gas Senior Staff Association, Samuel Kojabriz of our Energy Desk joins us with details of the findings by governments, by Parliament's committee. But before that, let's listen to what he said. Let me put on record that that committee's report does not reflect the views of the entire membership of the committee. Immediately, the chairman put out that report. As ranking member who represents the minority side, I issued a counter-report. I issued a statement denouncing the report and stating that the report is inaccurate, contains factual inaccuracies, baseless assumptions, and does not reflect what the committee was supposed to do. So let me put on record that the minority is not part of that committee's report in terms of its findings. We disagree in its entirety with the assumptions and, more importantly, with the conclusions. The committee was tasked to ensure that we deal with the critical issue of value for money. That has not been addressed. And so please don't associate us with that report. It does not reflect the value for money and that there are huge losses to the state. So this attempt to box us together is most unfortunate. And I've issued a formal statement to that effect. But more importantly, the Speaker has referred this very matter to the Committee of Mines and Energy and the Committee of Finance. We are yet to sit on this whole agreement. I think that that will afford Parliament the opportunity to do a much more detailed job and come out with its findings in a fair and transparent manner.
Now, Ghana Senior Staff Association, Richmond Alamon, why the deal should not be allowed in its current form. Good afternoon, Mr. Alamo. What are your reasons for asking that the deal should not be allowed in its current form? Um, good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your cherished listeners. Um, uh, some time back, I think this issue was raised by our association. But let me state on record first that the Ghana Gas Senior Staff Association, we don't do politics. Our comments are devoid of NPC, MPC, CPP, or any other political uh, party. We are there for the ordinary Ghanaian and Ghanaians as a whole. So any statement of ours to be devoid of political sentiments and emotions. We want the best for Ghanaians. Uh, that's why we sent out this press release. So first and foremost, we've seen the Parliamentary Select Committee's report, and we are very disappointed in that report. I want to express our sadness into that report that was sent out. Although they are saying it's confidential, I mean, it's in the public domain. I'm sure you have seen the report. And first and foremost, that report stated, and if you look at our this state that um, Energy Commission um, was uh, supposed to be interviewed and they were interviewed. But when you look at that report, the, what's the name? The witness statement of Energy Commission on this GENSA issue was absent. Whether GENSA is mandated legally or by law to operate under the conditions that the Parliamentary Select Committee is referring to. The Senior Staff Association of Ghana Gas are not against private partnership or private investment. As an ordinary Ghanaian, and as a Ghanaian citizen and concerned citizen, we all like foreign investment into our society or into our economy. But the bottom line of our issue is that your main transmission pipeline cannot be owned by a private entity. Densa is owned 70% by foreigners. And you can imagine entrusting our main primary asset into the hands of a foreign um, uh, agency. There are a lot of their consequences and huge disadvantages for we the Ghanaians, or we Ghanaians as a whole. There are more to this issue. If you permit me, I can lay them there for we all to understand. Thank you. For the sake of time, we'll have to leave it here uh, and or we'll come back to you in subsequent bulletins. But we have uh, with me here in the studio Samuel Kodjobris of our energy desk and joins us with details of the findings of Parliament. Samuel, what are the key findings that Parliament made in this research? Now, Parliament says that GMPC and the Gensa Energy Gas Transmission Agreement is going to save the country $1.462 billion. Mm. Because if you had borrowed to do the same project, we would have spent this amount. So. Right. That's a savings to us. They're saying that this deal will re re reduce transmission losses by 418 million US dollars once the Ameri plant is relocated to Kumasi and made operational. Mm -hmm. They're also saying that export of natural gas liquid using the Takwadi port would increase the port revenue right. from cargo fees, port dues, and other services. And they're also saying that this deal is going to help us in reducing carbon dioxide emissions by 15 million tons per year mm. because the facilities that Gensa is going to use will help us in flaring, uh, you know, reduce flaring of gases and then we'll bring the um, gas onshore for processing and utilization. Um, they're also saying that it will lead to the reduction of uh, uh, fuel by 75% because we're going to substitute compressed natural gas 
for diesel. They're also saying that Jensen Energy clients have extended their, the lives of their mines by 10 years since engaging Jensa due to reliable and quality power. They're also saying that restructuring of Jensa Energy Pipeline Network around future industries would enable these industries to develop quickly. And they're also saying over 40, 400 million U.S. dollars uh, export revenue from this deal. So the uh, processing of liquefied natural gas and export per year by Jensa. So this is a money that would accrue to the nation. And they're also saying over 980 million U.S. dollars direct investment in Ghana with the same amount of forex investors. So that's how much they expect Jensa to inject into the, the, the economy. And what about jobs? They are saying there's, there's about some 250 direct and 950 indirect jobs to be created from the business of Jensa Energy Ghana Limited. So that's what the Energy Committee is telling us. Right. Um, thank you so much, Kojo Brace. So, moving on, we have founding president of Imani Africa, Franklin. Could you join us on this um, particular conversation? Uh, Mr. Franklin, the committee has responded to um, the allegations and indicates that the country will rather make profits from this Genso deal. What is your response to this? <coughs> Mr. Franklin, thank you for Hi. joining us. Yes, I, I hope Hi. you had oh, my sorry. question. I didn't even know I was on that, that quick. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. And my question is, the committee has responded to the allegations and indicates that the country rather makes profit from... What is your response? Well, those assumptions are fascinating, if they are not outright uh, nonsensical, by the way. I mean, if you look at this carefully, um, you are telling us... By the way, you should know this is a one-sided committee report. I'm sure you are aware that the minority has shown this. The Ghana Gas Company is also disowning it. And so there you are. Um, there are already factors to our, our line of reasoning and things. Um, but just one point, really, probably two. You know, when they claim that the, the, the potential transmission losses uh, would be aggressive because we are going to save up about $18 million by relocating America to Kumasi, by the way, I mean, what they fail to grasp, as we've argued, quite competently, is that by investing the $70 million in the transmission infrastructure, we could have avoided these so-called losses of $80 million they claim to save the country. And then also, we would have avoided the open payment of $1.5 billion in implied subsidy a private company. You know, what is really annoying and obscene is that whereas the state entities like DRA and CO are purchasing gas at prices that are higher than, I mean, the, the approved prices, of about six, uh, over six, uh, something zero MMBT. This company, without any proper uh, clarification of, uh, I mean, the so-called net, net, net calculation, because they are using some part of their pipeline, is getting almost 60% subsidy, right? And oh. they are then later selling to the mines and then making uh, a huge cut. And to think that we would have saved ourselves if we just invested 70 million by uh, rather than claim that we are going to save the 24 or 18 million dollars, that's quite possible. You know, my, my only worry really is that even though Atakia seems to be someone I totally respect, uh, I'm only looking at the decisions he's made as a committee chairman and probably the one sided committee for a number of years now. For the past three years, I mean, his committee was the same one that approved almost a $1.1 billion payment to ACRE. When in that fact, it turns out that the ACRE was sold for just $1. Mm. 
Miss Mercy underlined the word one dollar, not 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 ten thousand dollars, one dollar. Otherwise, it's the, it's the same assumptions that Mr. President committee are actually one side of the committee, by the way. If it's claiming it has saved the country, if we have to go by that same logic, we would have paid $1.1 billion for something we would have paid just a dollar for, just a social dollar, right? So um, I'm not too sure we should be taking lessons of cost savings from uh, this one-sided committee, by the way. So look, this, this, this report should be shredded and not given any serious attention. To go back to the committee for the committee of the whole to deal with it properly. It's a report. Well, Dr. Franklin, uh, it seems. Oh, Mr. Franklin. Mr. Franklin, I beg your pardon. It seems we are at a crossroads here where one side is against, the other is for this deal. What then is the next step into, to ensuring that there is value for money in this deal for the nation? Well, of course. What it means is that the, the committee's report, as it is now, does not exist. In the minds of, uh, should I say, uh, reasonable people, we should go back to the committee and then a proper, proper work is done. I mean, it does, they can start by looking at the work is done, the two things that are done. I mean, I think you've heard, probably said the country much more than the one-sided committee read. So they can take the report and start working backwards to make sure that it pays the right price. It, it, it's just unfair, really. I mean, to think that. They haven't done any proper calculations as to the so-called uh, pipelines that they are using to sell gas to Jensen. While everybody else is buying gas at a particular price, you are getting it at almost 50% reduction, subsidized. And you have the free gas is sitting somewhere to be sold cheaply, right? Uh -huh. Why do people treat government business as if it is a famous means for the target of the common? Because it belongs to nobody, then it means it has to go into the If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera pero este comenzará en tu mente ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It, it cannot be the case. If these were private businesses, they wouldn't be run the way uh, my friend's one-sided committee is thinking right now. It's unfair. Well, you said they should go back to the committee for further probing, but in your capacity as in money, are you taking any, any move? You know, in your capacity as an institution to do anything to 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 better this deal, or better still, cancel it out. Well, as a beautiful citizen, our work actually elsewhere shone light on the fact that just not inaccuracies in this so-called, but indeed we've shown that at least the committee pretended to be serious. Sorry, the one-sided committee should have pretended to be serious in the first place. That's all we can do. We are not going to go to any court for anybody. We are not making uh, serious judgments. 
I, I don't think these are matters of economic value. These are not matters of constitutional law, which have been interpreted on the whims of it. Nobody is going to go call and waste his time on free court. So that's what we've done. We've shown light, we've actually at least brought education to the issue uh, from many working in this space. Uh, and so that's what we will do. So it appeals on everybody listening, including your support of media, to propagate exactly the, the reasons we've given. You just put side by side the reasons they've given and see whether there's any merit in their reasons. And then look at ours as well, as well as the, the, the gas consortium. The Ghana gas people are complaining. You hear them. Uh, the minorities complain. They, they sold the report. Why? What else is expected? So we are not going to go anywhere except to say that this, this is all we can do. Maybe the presidency would have to uh, do what it is. You know, these days I don't call on the presidency to do anything. Anytime I call on him, he actually doesn't do it. So probably just uh, sit somewhere and then uh, hope that uh, somebody's heart will change. Really. Otherwise, let's just talk as for value for money, right? All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Franklin Kujo, President of Imani Africa. Moving on, former Vice-Chancellor of the University of Ghana, Professor Akilakba Soya, has urged Star Ghana Foundation not to rest on its oars, but to continue to renew its commitment towards tackling evolving socioeconomic concerns that plague Ghana's developmental agenda. Professor Soya was speaking at the launch of the CSO's five years anniversary in Africa. The foundation was a very specific formation of this idea and the process. Those of us who were there on the steering committee of the program spent as much time thinking about the foundation idea as delivering on our projects. I recall when the first phase of the program ended, before the second phase started, we spent months of detailed consultations, not just in Accra here, but countrywide, in order to ensure that we're not still pushing our ideas, but we're giving voice and body to ideas which reflect the reality of our condition and which enable us to speak to authority from our positions as citizens of the country. It is simply to encourage the current leadership of Sagana not to accept the program as it is, but constantly to think through making it better, to think through making it fit better into a situation at any particular time. Meanwhile, the Governing Council Chair of the Foundation, Dr. Esther Ofe Abwaji, noted that the role Star Ghana Foundation plays in Ghana's democracy is much more needed today than before due to prevailing social, political, and economic issues in Ghana and Africa. In anticipation of our future, 
We have taken steps to flesh out our ideas and develop and share our strategy for promoting active citizenship, articulating how we feel and how we can add to stimulate local philanthropy and mulling over what we want our thought leadership contribution to look like. For a role, a role for an entity such as Star Ghana Foundation in Ghana, as well as in the sub-region, is required even more urgently now than before. Our pulse on the economic, the political, economic, and social developments in the country in West Africa suggests that the alienation of the citizenry from the processes that have been pursued as democracy is a real possibility. Therefore, actions that will amplify the voices of all sections of the population and identify opportunities for inclusive action and broadening platforms for participation and engagement are even more urgently required than before. The specter of violence arising from natural resource-related conflicts, terrorist groups, the erosion of rights of goods, groups of people, political impunity and travesties of justice is looming, and it will not respect boundaries. And therefore, we need to be able to mobilize energies, include young people more effectively, leverage and adapt technology and strategies, and work assiduously with partners of varying shades and with similar intent at the regional, national, and sub-national levels. A dangerously exposed steel bridge linking Nkwanta and adjoining communities in the Nkwanta Sal municipality is posing a threat to the safety of commuters. The steel bridge caved in three years ago when heavy trucks crossing it during a heavy downfall. Now, a directive given by the Roads and Highways Minister Amakwata to have it fixed since February 2020 is yet to see the light of day. Peter Senu visited the area and has more on the following report. Is it a helpless situation for residents in Nkwanta South Municipal Capital? Maybe yes. It has been over three years since the roads minister Amokwata ordered for the caved-in bridge to be fixed immediately sometime in February 2020. Nothing has really been done about it till now. Residents who were on site refused to speak to join News because they had complained over the years but to no avail. Only one man, Adam Ahmed, a driver who could not work due to the nature of the bridge, spoke to Joy News. Minister Joy News for Murama met me at the boy. Yeah, Brepa or Quano so too much. I believe if Dwayne gets involved in this, we will have some solution. I'm a driver on the road, and the road is not too good. For you to move from here to Kwe and Power, it is not that easy. We are just appealing to the authorities involved to get this bridge fixed for us. Our cars are behind. It is the tricycles that bring the loads and the passengers to us. The collapsing steel bridge has also been hit by flood water a week ago, dangerously exposing the concrete works. Adjoining communities who use the bridge to access Nkwanta Market on Mondays are also cut off. The economy has been unforgiving for Johannes and Elijah. Abject rural poverty had made it even more unbearable. But the double blow of an economic crisis and rural life had done nothing to weaken their resolve to get a better life in the city. They're taking on the odds, stuck up against them, and are determined to break the vicious cycle 
of poverty in their families. In the first of its, a series of inspirational stories, in the midst of a biting economic crisis, dark stories of hope, I take you on this exciting journey of Johannes and Elijah. Welcome to Accra. Here, to survive, one needs to be resourceful, resilient, and master all ingenuities to create a space to call home. Meet 27-year-old Johannes. He aspires to make it big in Accra. He lives in this kiosk in the heart of Spintex, the retail hub. I end up here after my senior high school education. Then I called my brother that I need to work, and he said I should come. So when I came, he got me a place. Yeah. I, I never know. People used to sleep in wooden structure. I never see some before. Johannes's journey from KJB was tarred with hope and expectation. A good job to live his dream. The volatile region of KJB for him had become stale. I want to be a politician. I want to go and do political science. Okay. Yeah. But as time goes on, the dream change. To? Yeah, football. Go back in school, I used to play. But I've never had it in my mind because it's my passion, but I never thought of being a footballer. But when I come to Accra, I mean, training with people, going to play football at places, I say, nah, mm. things have to change. And I try pushing myself, I mean, travel out of Ghana. His new estate is crammed with countless wooden structures carved out by dream hopefuls to the pathway of their desired future. And Johannes' home is one out of 140,637 locks to find their feet in the city. The limited access to proper housing forces 8.8 million Ghanaians, 27% of the population, The rampant burglary experience at the Tema West Municipal Assembly Bachelor Basic School is hampering effective teaching and learning. That's according to the chairman of the management committee, Ebenezer Anenya. Now, according to him, thieves make away school materials whenever school is on vacation. He made these known at the school's graduation ceremony in Accra. Joy Learning's Emanuela Abora was there and has filed this report. The School Management Committee Chairman Ebenezer Anenya of Bachona Basic School has complained that robbers break into the classrooms and offices during vacation and mess up the place. So he is pleading with organizations to come and assist the school. Yeah, first of all, you can see it when it rains. Uh, the whole place is very bad. We are also looking at the, the government is doing its part, but it's not enough. We need help from organizations. Uh, when the chairs, uh, the, uh, chairs are broken in the school, we need help from, uh, from other places. Mainly it's about finances. We need finances to take care of a whole lot of things in the school. And um, we have a spelling MP who is here with us, who has already brought us um, some electric poles because 
armed robbers comes in whenever we are on vacations. Uh, they break into the offices and then they do their own things. And uh, some of the, uh, the classrooms, uh, some are not properly gated. Uh, thieves broke into and sometimes when we come, uh, by the time we come in the morning, the whole place is, I, I, hope, I hope you understand what I mean. The whole place is messed up. So we are, a whole lot of things are happening here. Yes. So we, mainly we need organization to come to our aid. The government, as I said, the government is doing its part. Uh, we need organization to also come to our aid. Uh, recently we had a company, a pharmaceutical company, and uh, who came around to also help by painting the whole school, as you can see. Uh, so we are looking for, uh, we are looking forward to, and we are appealing to a uh, number of companies who come to, as much as companies who come to our aid to come and help the school. Now some exciting news. Finally, one of the schools featured in season two of Ghana's Schools of Shame has received furniture to cater for over 400 pupils in the Babapa primary school in the Nalumba North Municipality. The government donated 100 dual desks and a licensed cocoa buying company, Fedco, also donated 100 desks. Join News Features editor Jojo Kobna reports that the furniture situation in the school has been permanently solved. What is happening here is not a festival. The people of Bakpaba in the Nanumba North Municipality are excited. For years, the majority of the children here have been without school furniture. They danced their hats out to celebrate the donation of furniture to their school. But that is the end of the story. Let's go to the beginning. The story of Bakpaba Primary started in April 2023. For years, children in Bakpaba kneel, squat, sit, or sometimes lie on their bellies because they had no furniture. Gifty Odanjo, a pupil in class 5, was compelled to come to school earlier than usual in order to get access to furniture. Access to furniture in the school is on a first-come, first-served basis. Majority of pupils improvise by squatting, lying on their bellies or assuming weird positions on the floor just to get an education. Gifty could not take it anymore. She burst into tears as she narrated the ordeal they endured daily. As you can see, some of us don't have uniforms. Even me, I don't have any decent uniform. And we sit on the floor to learn. When it rings, we are compelled to sit in the structure. Because of its size, we are beaten by the rain. You're watching Join News today. We'll be right back for business. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, 
She never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface like this. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to Business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The Chartered Institute of Human Resource Management is making a strong case for government to set up a fund to support enterprises amid the current economic challenges. The Institute says this would cushion the operations of these businesses to be more resilient and not lay off workers as well as reduce the pressure on human resource practitioners. President of the Institute, Dr. Edward Kwapong, explained the hike in inflation is taking a toll on human resource, hence affecting employees at large. He spoke to Joy Business at the 2023 conferral ceremony of the Institute. The ceremony was to officially confer charter status and present certificate to deserving graduates who completed the project work of the professional certification program of the Institute. Dr. Kwapon called on government to deepen support for some key sectors of the economy. Management must listen, or government must listen to HR to know what the concerns of employees are. And in the face of all the difficulties, give assurances that when better times come, you'll be able to respond to them positively. Uh, perhaps government may want to set aside a fund to support enterprises that are collapsing as a result of the harsh economic conditions. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. A fund to kind of, like an insurance kind of arrangement 
to support employees who may lose their job. Because day in, day out, we hear um, uh, calls for the closure of certain businesses because they are not making it uh, in terms of profit, in terms of even survival. You know, the bottom line is so low. And so then, yes, we need to do We also need to assure government that in the event of redundancy, we will do our best to negotiate the package so that it will also be a win-win for both sides. Head of Human Resources at GCB Bank PLC, Nana Kobina Yeboacha, the newly admitted Chartered Human Resource Management Practitioners, to make HR count in any organization they find themselves. Before you joined the, um, the process, you were doing things around compensation, performance management, all the other things that HR people do. Now you've come here. What, what defense, how else are you going to, what, what, what new ways are you going to explore performance management? What new ways are you going to do compensation? What new ways are you going to do uh, uh, recruitment, selection, all those things? That, that's what really matters. Now, we, we are all human, and I count myself um, number one on this list of what I'm about to say. So we all get to a point where we are complacent. It, it's, it's normal. And you need some, something to, to, to jock you up. Okay? So just as you do your New Year resolutions and so on and so forth, ask yourself, and so what have you actually added to what you already know? This year's conferral service was under the theme making HR certification count in the world of work. Now, consumers of petroleum products may have to brace for another increase in prices by the end of this month. This is based on data from the bulk oil distribution company seen by Joy Business. Here's more in this report. The data seen by Joy Business shows that the chamber is basing its projection on rising prices of crude oil on the international market, which appears not to be ending anytime soon. The data reveals that rising prices of finished products over the past few years have been influenced by serious supply challenges. One can talk about the decision by OPEC to cut production of crude. Again, another data picked up from international oil trading platforms showed that crude oil and gas production from USA is expected to decline next month and this may also push prices up further. The Chamber of Borg Oil Distribution Firm's data on the city's outlook also shows some marginal depreciation next month. All these developments could force the oil marketing firms to adjust prices from the 1st of September 2023. All right, that's all in business. More on the marketplace at the top of the hour. Up next, sports. Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So grow healthy and strong. And smart. Absolutely. Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my bag. Alex what? 
Alexa. Open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast for Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Taliwati. When everybody came out, everybody's looking good, displaying their art, beautiful art everywhere. Um, this is my fifth year coming in a row. So I'm here every August for the festival. It's been amazing being with my black people all day, every day. It's been great. It's so fun here. There are a lot of arts things to do. So I personally love it. And I love the artworks. I love Chalote 2022. It's fantastic. This year's experience is, uh, is marvelous. It's amazing. It's Chalote Festival, y'all. You ought to be here. Paintings, the people, the Ghanaians were awesome. Everyone, when you're in Ghana around the same time, make sure you check it out. It's really happening. Welcome back. Let's do some world news now. Rescue is underway for eight people, including six children, trapped in a cable car over a ravine in Pakistan's northwest. The group were on their way to school when one of the cables snapped, leaving it hanging 900 feet above ground, officials have said. Pakistan's acting prime minister has ordered rescuers to attend to the alarming incident in Batagram. Army helicopters have reached the car, but the rescue statue is unclear. The eight passengers were trapped for at least four hours before the first helicopter arrived. Local media outlet Dawn.com is reporting. Now, the incident happened around 2 p.m. GMT on Tuesday in the remote mountainous region where cable cars are common connectors for residents to go around. Uftal is next with sports.
to be inspired and uplifted when we take you on a captivating journey through the heart of Ghana on the flip side of the Living Standard Series, where we focused on the struggles of everyday people battered by the economic crisis. Now we focus on the stories of hope. We delve into the lives of average Ghanaians and businesses fearlessly taking on the challenges of a tough economy with determination. I believe things will get better. That's why I'm not giving up. Life it's a battle. So when life strikes you down, you don't remain there. You rise up, you fight back. From bustling markets to vibrant neighborhoods, witness the unbreakable spirit of the gut. As we sports now, I want to join you today with me, Muftao Nabilah Abdullah, president of the Ghana Football Association. Kurt Okreko says that he's confident the vetting committee of the football governor, but ahead of his elections on September 27, will qualify him to have his name on the ballot paper for the Football Association elections. According to him, the questions he was asked were just routine questions, and he's very confident that he will be making it to the next phase. We've just gone through our vetting. The vetting, obviously, is a statutory requirement and uh, um, I mean, put together by the Elections Committee, which is an independent committee of the FA. And uh, each one of us, obviously, will have to go through. I would say that uh, it was good. Um, there were lots of questions uh, for my good self. But basically, it's about the statutory provisions um, on your forms, um, whether indeed you signed the forms, whether you have met the statutory requirements on the form, i.e. Um, the member who proposed you and uh, the five um, required members who are needed to support your application. And then, obviously, you have to go through the integrity uh, session, uh, whether you've, paid your, you've made your tax returns. So if you don't pay your tax, you're in trouble. Um, and, and whether you've not made any false declaration whatsoever in relation to, to this uh, opening. So I think that it was smooth. I'm very confident that uh, given what I shared, uh, I'll go through successfully and then we'll be ready for, for the elections. Um, like I say all the time, football will always speak and today football has spoken. <laughs> Thank you.
So anyway, this afternoon, Rihanna has given birth to her second child with Isap Rocky. Sources confirmed to ET Entertainment. Quote Rihanna and new baby. Riri's iconic pregnancy announcement at this year's Super Bowl halftime show. But before the surprise reveal, Rihanna explained that her big return to the stage was all thanks to her first child. When you become a mom, there's something that just happens where you feel like you could take on the world, you can do anything, and the Super Bowl is one of the biggest stages in the world. So as scary as that was, because I haven't been on stage in seven years, there's something exhilarating about the challenge of it all. And it's important for for me to do this year. <laughs> Ree and ASAP's little guy arrived last May. Just excited for what I don't know yet, you know? Everything is new to me, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited. And it's safe to say ever since the couple to buy album yet, but hey, maybe baby number two will bring inspo for some new hits. On Jordy say this more showbiz news in our subsequent bulletins. Good afternoon to you, Mami. See, hopefully, you give us a first baby soon. Hopefully, too. I'm praying hard to get a baby soon. <laughs> and that's it. We wrap up here for Joy News today. You had sports and business as well. Thank you for watching. There's more news on myjoyonline.com. have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.